Welcome to The Stare Down, sports talk and real estate with Sean Carpenter of Coldwell Banker in Columbus, Ohio, Bill Risser of Fidelity National Title in Tampa, Florida, and Todd Meininger of Cummins, Georgia. Listen in as they discuss the week in sports and toss in a pinch of real estate too. Now your hosts, Sean, Todd and Bill. Hey, welcome back to another episode of The Staredown. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate show, and we've got our regular foursome on the first tee. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, joined by regulars Bill Risser down in St. Petersburg, Florida, Todd Meininger in Cumming, Georgia, and Shay Brewer back from a couple weeks off out in Portland, Oregon. Let's say hi to the guys. Bill, what's going on? How are you doing tonight? Uh, just enjoying the first official day of fall. I'm not going by the calendar. I'm going by the temperature. When I woke up this morning, it was 64 degrees. The high was 77. So we're officially back to paradise in Florida. That's how it went today for me. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Did you guys walk for breakfast like normal? The whole nine yards. It was beautiful. So Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Todd, what's going on in the ATL? Uh, low of uh, 47. I bet Shay's going to beat us all. But um, good, uh, good day. Played uh, tennis. Got whipped uh, pretty handily in a playoff match. And uh, that season's over. So... Um, but a lot of uh, good sports watching this weekend, for sure. All right. Shay, good to have you back, man. How's the first couple weeks of the NBA season going for you? Uh, it's hot and heavy. It came in hot and heavy. The season is fully underway right now, and uh, we played three three home games in six days. So, Ooh. yeah, things are extremely hectic around here in Portland. Well, good way to make sure all your new employees kind of get the groove of things, right? That No, no excuses with a with a start like that how's the uh we'll hit the nba uh in, in a bit but what's been the vibe around the the motor center uh, people excited uh people are excited it's a lot of love uh last time i was on the podcast i think it was right after paul allen passed and um it's a lot of love and, and a lot of gratitude going on but um Blazers started off on a roll. We had LeBron first first home game. Uh, we, we faced LeBron and the Lakers, and we get a win, and uh, we won two in a row. And then the third game actually went to overtime. So uh, the Blazers are rolling, and people are excited here in the Northwest. And Seahawks are winning. Things are good here. Good, good. Well, let's uh, let's jump right into sports. Um, why don't we start, uh, Bill, with what we're watching on TV Sunday night? Uh, we're watching the World Series, and we're in Game Five. Uh, the last couple have been uh, quite interesting. As we as we came on the air last week, we were kind of previewing the series. We all were hoping for a for maybe a seven gamer uh, or at least a six gamer. And as we were went into the last night's game, it looked like we might get a two two tie, um, but that didn't last long, right? First of all, let's let's talk about game three. Uh, I don't think any of us made it up. I don't know, Shay. Did you even make it up for game three? And you're on the West Coast. Did you stay up for the the eighteen inning? Seven hour, twenty minute marathon. All right, guys, I gotta admit, I wasn't <laughs> even watching the game. Okay, <laughs> I got home. I got home after drinking, and I looked up, and I'm like, "Man, the baseball game! They're doing a replay of the baseball game already." <laughs> and then I look down, and I see they're in like the 14th inning, and I'm like, "Oh, maybe I should watch this. <laughs> this is actually pretty historic right here." Um, so I did see the end of it. Uh, I don't know how much I remember, but I saw the end of it. <laughs> yeah. so, so when you tuned in, it was two. It was uh, two two, and uh, you saw the last few innings of scoreless until Muncie goes yard right in the eighteenth. That's awesome. So, I so did, do- but, but it was 
the weirdest thing, right? So when you see a baseball game go that long and it's two to two, I'm yeah. like, this can't be good for ratings. But I couldn't leave. I couldn't turn it off. So I was stuck. It's like, it's, like, it's like if you watch an NHL hockey game in the playoffs, you can't turn it off because it's like any time down the ice now could be the game winner, right? Any second, yeah. But I like, I like, I like Shea's take. Shea's take is they've only scored four runs in 14 innings. This is boring. But no, Shea, it's, and it's different than basketball. <laughs> you don't want a 62-60 game <laughs> for sure. But sometimes – it's the drama and the angst. You know, each at-bat means everything, right? Each moment, uh, it's pretty cool. Although, yeah, I fell asleep at 1 o'clock. I, 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 I clocked out when the Red Sox went up uh, 2-1. I thought this is over, and I fell asleep. And sure enough, I uh, saw the result in the morning. So, so Bill, being a former West Coaster, um, and now you're, now you're a transplant, how many people out there were exhausted uh, the next day because they had to stay up till 12.30 watching, uh, <laughs> watching a sport event where <clears> – <throat> Me and Sean, that's that's our life. Uh, pretty much every week we watch Monday Night Football, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now, this this stretch, this this time of the year, right? I am exhausted. I feel like I'm back on Morning Crew at Lucky Stores in college. I, I'm not sleeping at all. I'm rolling into bed always every night's midnight one, whatever time, because I'm watching some game from the from you know in the playoffs or I just can't wait for baseball to be done. <laughs> and all I gotta worry about is, you know just Sunday night, Monday night. And who cares about Thursday? So, oh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it was a, uh, it was a obviously Max Muncy, Max Muncy hits the home run in the walk off in the 18th. Uh, all of a sudden, Los Angeles gets life back. They they go into last night's game. Rich Hill's on the mound. He's really kind of dealing, much like Bueller was in Game Three. Um, they go up four nothing, and then Hill decides to come out of the game and there was some controversy they, they just kind of talked about it on the mm-hmm. tonight's coverage about him and Dave Roberts talked in between innings D- Dave Roberts ends up pulling him but if if you saw the what happened as he came out he'll handed him the ball like he'll he'll just gave him the ball and as Dave Roberts you know and, and Smoltz was just talking about once once a guy's giving you the ball you're not going to give it back to him he's kind of mentally yeah that's checked out yeah yeah and and then one thing leads to another. Moreland hits a homer, and then Pierce hits a homer to tie it up, uh, and then and then the ninth inning happened, and man, it was like a little league game, wasn't it, Bill? I mean, yeah. it just it went from four four, and the Dodgers all of a sudden trying to recoup, to now bringing in, you know, you know they brought in Jansen, he gives up the homer to Pierce, then they take him out and, and they bring in who Maeda? Well, they brought in Florio, and then they, then they brought, brought in Maeda, um, and you know then he gives up the the three run bases clearing double to Pierce Pierce again right um just you know what went from a raucous crowd after Puig's three-run homer to just and it's funny because it's not even deadening silence because there's so many Boston fans there yeah in Chavez Ravine right yeah yeah because they got the hell out of Boston like most people do go ahead go ahead <laughs> no go I ahead. just just what, what's your take <laughs> on that that I don't know. That, that kind yeah, of look, it's, it's, it's over managing. What, what, what was your take? Uh, it's baseball. Uh, like Jansen, you know, Jansen's not, you know, he comes in, it's a four, three game. He's coming in the eighth inning, right? That's what Jansen's there for. Uh, I'm not saying it's, I'm not blaming him, but he's, he can't give up that home run. He just can't. It's his job, right? It's his, it's his job. job. Yeah. And he's been very good at it for a number of years. He's been like the guy in the national league for probably the last five years. He's just been unhittable, but he got hurt this year. He's just not the same guy. So that, you know, once the game got tied, in my opinion, the writing was on the wall there because you've got 
all that momentum on the Sox side. I mean, to be down, to be down four, nothing with seven outs left, that, that should be over. It should be two, two. We should be moving on instead. You know, the Dodgers are hanging on here as we record. It's bottom of third, uh, two, one Boston after an early home run off of Kershaw and price giving one up <laughs> in the bottom of the first to a freeze. So it's uh, it is what it is, but I, I, I got my, I always have hope. Um, Boston did something dramatic to the Yankees in 2004. I think turnabout would be fair play from a ex New York team, uh, the old Brooklyn Dodgers. So I'm just hoping No, shake your head, Todd. I know it's probably over tonight. You never you, know. You never you know love, why you, you play the game. You love Boston, Bill. You it's, love weird, Boston. It's, it's become worse since I moved here because <laughs> they, I'm telling you, they opened that freaking Beantown pub. Three blocks from me, <laughs> all these people from Boston running around talking like chamas, and they just, I'm just tired of it. Tired of it. I, how about Brady this week? You know what Brady said this week? He was talking about the fact that in his radio show with you know his his the Yahoos up in Boston, he was saying, you know, it's you know it's good to see him back in the playoffs. You know, it's been a while. I'm thinking, been a while. F you, Tom Brady. I think it's been, it's been 30 years since the Dodgers have been in a World Series. It's been 20 years since the Padres were in a World Series. They were in the World Series five freaking years ago, and they won it. Yeah, it's been a while. You know, it's just a, there's an entitlement, and it's, it's just this uh, thing, dude. I'm tired of it. Look at this laid-back California guy. I mean, you need to go north to Portland and, and get some love, man. I need, I need to go to the east coast of Florida where all those – goofy ass northeasterners live but i can fit right in with them i'm supposed to be on the mellow coast the west coast i'll just shut up for a while i'm sorry i took over the show i'm gonna, I'm gonna finish my orange blossom uh uh honey pilsner um, <laughs> that's a tough act to follow Bill, uh, sean sorry. yeah you know i'm just you know it might be a good time because these two guys on the mound today kershaw and price price just two guys that make a ton of money they're great players um, but it might lend to a fun conversation. You know, when you think about all-stars or people that are really at the top of their games that just can't seem to close in the playoffs, Kershaw, you know, they just showed a stat, you know, no pitcher has ever lost four elimination games. Mm. And and he's in line to be that first guy to ever do it. You got to be good to lose four mm-hmm. elimination games, yeah. right? Yeah. You got to be really good to lose four elimination games. Yeah. 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 True. I mean, you got to be historic to lose four, as it turns absolutely, out. I mean, absolutely. you know, but, you know do, do any other players come to mind, guys? I mean, you know, Elway for a long time was that guy. Um, yeah, but it was, yeah, a, that's more of a team game. I mean, you could say you, know, you go back and get the Vikings, right? You know, or the Bills, Jim Kelly, four mm-hmm. straight Super Bowls and lost all four, right? Yeah. But it's such, about, a, uh, such a team game. Yeah. I, 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 forgot, I forgot baseball is not a team game. Well, <laughs> it is, it is, and it isn't, right? Because a pitcher can destroy the offense, right? You, you, yeah. If a pitcher gives up six runs, it's, it puts a lot of heat on the rest of the team, you know. Uh, so the pitcher does have a unique spot in sports, right, I would think. I bet, I bet Shay would uh, agree that Shaq loves to remind Barkley that he's never won anything, right? Oh. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, nice. And, and Shay, you I, probably just – just old enough to remember the Sacramento Kings at the at their peak, you know, Divac and Chris Weber. I mean, those guys could just never get over the hump, whether it was never. whether it was refereeing or whether it was, uh, you know, just just the bad shots at the wrong time and the technicals. And you know, that was a team that just always seemed like they should have been better, um, but they weren't. I, I gave a shout out to, to Shaq. I uh, remember the Shaq infamous quote: "The, the Sacramento Queens." 
didn't think anything was a king about Sacramento. But I got a strategy question in baseball. Um, I guess it's for Bill or for Todd or even you, Sean. Why not, if you're Boston, why not go Chris Dale tonight and just close it out? I know David Price has pitched well the last two games, but why not just go with your eight and just close everything out and let's go home? Because, Bill, you can jump in, but because you have three games to, to win it, and why not get your ace proper rest? Um, if you bring him out early, he may not have his, his best stuff. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think it was a bad idea to, to close it out, but that, that, that would be my guess from a managerial uh, point of view, Bill. Yeah, I, 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 well, I guess I agree with that. We talked game five, right? Um, he pitched game one. So he's, fair, he's on regular rest he should, right now. He yeah. should be good. Yeah. yeah, he should be good to go. And I think, I think that um, – I, I, I would never say this. This is never what uh, Cora is thinking. But um, to, to have Sale available back in Boston where he's almost unbeatable, I think that's mm. probably the whole thought process there. They don't want to have to go to a game six for sure, but if they do, they want to have their ace. And it's going to be going up against um, not uh, – I'm trying to think who this – oh, it'll be Hugh, uh, Ryu. Hunjun Ryu yeah. will be going for the Dodgers if, it, if they get to a game six. And so uh, a good pitcher, um, you know, but oh, Fenway Park is, a, is an odd, strange place. And, you know, a lot of these Dodger pitchers never played there and – uh, outfielders never played there. And when, when it's your park, it's, I think that's a huge advantage, right? It's I was surprised that when I got back tonight and turned on the game, I was at, I was at, as I said to you guys offline, I was at Ryan's golf banquet. Um, and I flipped it on and I, I saw a price on the mound and I thought, gosh, I wonder if maybe sale got injured because price was up a lot last night in, mm-hmm. in innings eight and nine, um, in case he needed to come in, which was, I thought interesting that they were because you know game gosh in the eighteen inning game they went through pretty much every pitcher available with the exception of Kershaw, um, and and um, yeah the I mean, guy that they they threw that one guy Evaldi pitched five and a half innings yeah, yeah. the whole oh. he finally pitched until uh, Muncie took him the yard he was going to be the guy that just kept going until it was done um, yeah so yeah there it's going to be interesting I you know um, we'll see I mean they got to win Dodgers have to win this game to make any to to. Bring that into question, right, Shay? If the uh, the Sox win here, no one will, no one will care. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So let me uh, let, let, let's turn to NBA really quick. And Shay, I want to give you a tip of the cap to you. You can tell you're our NBA insider because early before the uh, season started, you uh, you made your call that the East, um, while the Celtics would be good, you said there's two teams that you were actually looking at. That was Toronto and Milwaukee. Um, as of right now, Toronto and Milwaukee, the only undefeated teams in the NBA, uh, both six and zero. Oh. Um, and out west, uh, the Golden State Warriors six and one. So, Shay, just why don't you just give us your quick thoughts on the season so far? Maybe a team that stood out to you, player that stood out to you. Um, what are you seeing happening in the 2018-2019 NBA season? The storylines and the drama, the drama early on. I hate I missed the podcast with you guys last week, and we couldn't talk about the uh, the Houston Rockets, Los Angeles Lakers uh, fight that happened mm. on last Saturday <laughs> night. Which uh, which uh, actually had really high TV ratings, by the way. Um, I think that I think that people are excited about basketball. I think that you you see the process in the East. You see Boston in the East. You see what Coach Budenholzer is doing with Milwaukee, and then you know Kawhi is actually playing. People forgot how good Kawhi Leonard was. And then when you look at the West, everyone wants to thank LeBron, but it's so many disappointments in the West. You look at a Houston team who's won what two games now and you look at an Oklahoma Thunder, team yeah. absolute Thunder. last place 
So it's just, it's, it's storyline after storyline. You look at the Houston Rockets, it's been rumored to uh, to offer up four first round draft picks for Jimmy Butler. And it's just, you're adding, an, you're adding another clock to that circus. And it's, what's going to happen there? And then what's going to happen in, 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 in Minnesota once Jimmy Butler leaves? It's been rumored that Carl Anthony Towns is pretty much given up because he refuses to play with, with Jimmy Butler. It's, it's so many storylines in the NBA and what the Trailblazers are doing which is surprising a lot of people. It's, uh, it's, it's drama already, early on, two weeks in. Shane, let me ask you a question. Are you um... – I really like the couple highlights I've seen and the, the few minutes I just flipped through the channels. DeMar DeRozan's become a better player with Kawhi Leonard on that team. Uh, he just, I mean, probably it may, makes sense, right, that the, 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 the defenders are going to go towards Kawhi, but DeRozan seems to – do I have that right? Is he their shooting guard? Kyle Lowry. I think you mean Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. That's what I meant. Yeah, Kyle Lowry. He's, he's had a great start uh, to the season with Kawhi on that team. Well, I mean, people forget how good Kawhi Leonard is offensively. You think defensively, his nickname is the Claw. All you think is defense for Kawhi. But Kawhi spent two summers working with Kobe Bryant on his offensive game, and he's DeMar DeRozan times four. You know, he has a mid-range game. He can actually take you on the ISO. He's a great, great passer. His vision's highly underrated. And so when you do that, you draw so much attention. And what Toronto has actually done, um, the unsung hero, Danny Green, you surround him by shooters. And so Kyle Lowry is able to do more than just shoot a three-point shot, which he's shooting with DeMar DeRozan. Now Kyle Lowry has driving lanes and cutting lanes, and he has someone that can actually get him the ball, and it makes Toronto a, a force to be reckoned with. These. Did any of you guys happen to see the 51-point um, night by Steph Curry with 11 three-pointers? Mm. No, but I'm just guessing he would stand behind that line and nothing, nothing missed for a while. Uh, he wasn't standing behind the line. He was standing 12 feet behind the line. Oh, it's a tournament from downtown, right? Oh, my God. You, I mean, if you, if you just go online, Bill, like go on yeah. Twitter and just search for the game. Yeah. And you'll, ESPN, I think, broke it down. Just all they showed was his three-pointers. I mean, Shay, some of those were laughable. I mean, he would literally be two steps over the, over the half-court line and just launch it up. And the, and the players would all raise their hands up, right? They knew it was going in. <laughs> Guys, guys, it's something to watch. Like, everyone just automatically assumes Golden State's going to win the West this year. But it's something to watch because I think Steph Curry's made it his personal mission. There's so much attention around Kevin Durant that people forgot how much of an offensive threat Steph Curry is. And it's more than just shooting the ball. And I think Steph may actually put up an MVP season, at least a Western Conference MVP this year. Um, another thing I wanted to bring out while we're talking NBA guys, and I want you guys to pay really close attention to it. The last year was the first year the NBA came out and kind of implemented a policy where there was no resting of players. So early on in the season, what you're seeing a lot more is a lot of superstars are uh, questionable because of injuries now, because the season is so long, you find a lot of stars actually getting rest early on in the year. And now they have to put an injury title around it. Uh, so it's hard to tell what's the real injury and what's the fake injury, but it's definitely something to watch. You look at a team like the uh, the New Orleans Pelicans the other night who were, who was going into the game against Utah completely undefeated, and they sit Anthony Davis with a sore elbow. Not that mm. you really need an uh, elbow when you're Anthony Davis and you just dunk over everybody. <laughs> but <laughs> he sits out, and the Pelicans get blown out that night. And it's just the season's so long, you kind of have to watch this as you go along as well. 
Yeah, good call. What's your take on Ty Lu? I mean, how I, I know, look, I mean, he's only six, so there's someone's got to pay for that, but that's got to be the weirdest uh, turnaround, right? <laughs> it's, it's all Ty's fault that LeBron left, I guess. That's why he's being fired. <clears throat> yeah, that was a. Uh... Go ahead, Shane. Todd, what do you do if you're Tyloo? Don't you just leave when LeBron leaves? You're like, all right, I'm like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I agree, and uh, we we know who the puppet master was and why he was coach, right? Um, <laughs> say uh, Trey, Trey Young's off to a pretty good start here in Atlanta, um, which I think I, I think it surprises uh, uh, you. I know you weren't crazy about that pick. Um, also, did you guys see Golden State having a little fun with Fergie? Um, if you have it, uh, look it up on Twitter. Um, Apparently, there is a national anthem. Um, uh, Draymond Green made a face during her national anthem, and it's, it's a whole to-do. 